This is episode 18 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Oftentimes, pet business owners have one of two problems. One, they don't have enough clients, or two, they have too many clients. Today, Kate McQuillan of Pasta Media and Pet Sitters Ireland joins me again to discuss all sorts of ideas to get more clients in your pet business. We dive into the first problem of not having enough clients or customers. And let's face it, not having enough clients can stall your business. And Kate and I sure have endless ideas on how to attract more clients to your pet company. In the many years we have had both of our businesses, we've been able to attract many more customers than we can handle. But we also continue to attract the right types of customers for our business. So listen in as we give you endless amounts of ideas on how you can get more customers to your pet business. Kate, I'm so excited for this topic, how to get more customers in your pet business. Are you ready for this? This is like a timeless question that we constantly get. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, totally. I mean, that's the fundamentals of your business. If you don't have customers, you don't have a business. <laughs> so Amen, it's kind of important. <laughs> For sure. And Kate, would you believe that number one is actually something that I see some people don't even list on their website. So if you're a dog groomer and you're looking to, you know, grooming small dogs or cat grooming, let's put this on our website so that when someone is going to Google and they're finding out who is a cat groomer in my area, your website comes up. People might not just Google, you know, groomer or um, maybe you're a dog walker. They're not going to type in pet sitting. They might type in dog walker. So I want everyone to be very keen on what they're putting on their website and make sure that you're putting the proper words that you want to attract. And by that, I mean like descriptions, you know, not just like something in a meta tag, but really talking about it. Wouldn't you agree? A clear website is key. It really is because if a customer comes onto your website and they have to go searching for something, they're just not going to bother. They're going to flick onto the next website who does have it on the homepage where they can see what it is that you do. I think people miss that. I think people, you know, sometimes think just having a website, people will know what I do. We can all be a little bit guilty of this, of not reviewing what we're doing on our website and making sure that we're really clear. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. Get that out there on your website. And if you want to get more of a certain type of client, then promote it. Promote it on your homepage. I hear people saying, oh, I'd like to get more daily dog walking clients. And like you say, they don't even have that. They have that availability on their website. It's it's crazy. But it's something do go ahead and review your website. Have a look at it from a customer point of view. And are you actually telling people what you do? Are you making it really clear? Correct. Absolutely. Kate, what would be our second tip on how to get more customers in your pet business? Well, you know, I love Facebook. Mm-hmm. Tell us more, girl. <laughs> yeah, I think that sometimes people forget to shout about their services on Facebook. They really do. You can get a little bit caught up maybe in sharing pictures of pets, sharing rescue stories, talking about what's going on in the news, sharing funny memes, videos. Are you actually putting out on your page every day something that says what you do? 
whether it be an image, an article that you've written about your service, whatever it is, but are you getting your message out on Facebook so that when people come onto your page, they know what it is that you do? Is your Facebook banner saying, I'm a X, Y, Z, this is what I do? Have you filled in your about section? Have you gone onto Facebook and make sure that all of those bits are filled in, that everybody knows what you do? You've linked to your website, your phone number's on there. Can't stress enough, that's huge real estate. Like you can actually get your Facebook page indexed in Google. If you put in a pet sitter anywhere in Ireland, our Facebook page comes up second under our website. I so love it's it. huge. It's huge. You want to make sure you use it. It's free. Get it out there and make sure that, yeah, share all these funny things, but make sure that you're remembering to tell people what it is that you do so they can buy from you. It's Absolutely. crazy. I love it. And you mentioned something right there. You were like, you have to tell people what you do. And I think a lot of people might be scared to say that because they feel like they're being too salesy. But yeah. if you kind of feel like that, I want you guys to Google Gary V. Part of this show is we want to help inspire and motivate you guys and educate. And it's not just from Kate and I. So someone that Kate and I really love is Gary V, like Vaynerchuk, V, like in Victor. Okay. Google him. If you guys do not know him, he's got this great book called Jab, Jab, Right Hook. And it's talking about giving value, 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 and then a sale. Value, 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 and then a sale. And I'll let you guess which one's a jab and a right hook. (laughs) And so that's kind of what Kate's talking about. A lot of people kind of forget about that right hook because they just keep sharing other people's content and talking about other people. But Kate also did mention something about sharing articles. How do you say it? You're sharing articles. So, (laughs) (laughs) So that's a big thing too, you guys. Number three is blog about it. Talk about what you do. How much does dog grooming cost? Should I get my cat groomed? How do I train my dog? Start talking and answering every question that people ask you. Every question. Exactly how they ask you. Write that as your title. And get the blog about it. Because once you start blogging, not only is it good for the reasons that Kate just mentioned about Google and SEO, but it's also, I call it like an arsenal that you're building up. Because perhaps you get someone that calls you and says, can you really groom a cat? You can be like, yeah, what's your email address? I'm going to send you a video right now or a blog that explains how to do it. And these blogs can become free downloads, which we're going to talk about later. But, you know, blog about it. Get that content out there. The content is king. Kate, take it away. And don't forget to share it. I see (laughs) loads of people that blog (laughs) and then they don't share it. That you need to share it on social media all of the time. Yes. And you need to recycle your blog posts so that you're sharing stuff, you know, you wrote two years ago, three years ago. Keep sharing it. Not everybody sees everything that you post on social media. In fact, they see hardly any of it. So you need to keep sharing, keep sharing all the time Mm -hmm. and get your message out there. And revisit some of those old blog posts. Maybe you're better at blogging than you were three years ago, Mm -hmm. you know. Tidy them up, make them more current. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the next thing I have is free downloads. So, this could be ebooks, it could be checklists. I've just put a great checklist up on our website a checklist for questions you have to ask when you're hiring a pet sitter or dog walker. Or a checklist for like a vacation. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's a great idea. It's like, hey, download my free guide for your checklist on your next vacation. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be about pets, it could just be something to help people. 
in your area. Sorry, that was just like a brain explosion I had. <laughs> Back to you, Kate. <laughs> I have a fabulous one for cleaning tips. And you wouldn't believe it goes crazy. Wow. Um, for people downloading it. Cleaning tips for pet owners. Who doesn't want to get rid of all that dog hair and dirty paws and all that kind of stuff? And another one I have planned is actually a cookery one for dog treats uh-huh. because that's other things. Like you said, Bella, it doesn't always have to be about the services you offer. We're so blessed that we deal with pets on a daily basis. We really are yes. because it just opens it up to so many things, fun things that you can do to actually be useful to your customers. And if you haven't read the book Utility, by Jay Bear. Mm. Go ahead and get that now. That book is just so inspirational. And if you can get that concept of being useful to your potential customers, to people that follow you, it really is genius. It's so simple, but it's actually quite genius. It really is. Preach it, girl. I love it. I love it. So to review, because maybe someone's driving in the car and we're talking too fast or we're getting so excited. So (laughs) far, we've got list your service on your website. Talk about what you do on Facebook, blog about it, do free downloads. And the fifth one is something that I like to attribute to myself. (laughs) I kind of (laughs) started this idea. It's called a bark card, like bark, right? (laughs) So you might be a mobile groomer. You might be a dog trainer. You might be a pet sitter or a dog walker. And no matter what house that you go into, you guys, I know that you hear dogs barking right? You're going to hear dogs barking next door. So think about if you were to get a small postcard and have a picture of like a dog's face barking, just a really big attention grabbing kind of picture. Okay. And it just says bark, 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 bark. And on the (laughs) back, you leave the first top half blank. And on the bottom, you put your branding and you put, you know, maybe list of your services, just something very simple. Okay, guys, we are looking to get people's attention to call you, not sell. And then you leave that white space. This white space is golden. You get a pen and you write like, I think I heard a small dog. And they were saying, come groom me, come groom me. <laughs> or I think I heard a small dog and he was saying, teach me a new trick. You know, you can usually tell if it's a small dog, big dog, or how many dogs. And you can make something up. And then what you do, and if you're a pet sitter, you could say, it's saying like, come pet sit me or come take me for a walk too. You write something like that and say, I was in your neighborhood. If you call me within the next week to get more information, I'd love to give you a gift certificate. Or you don't even have to do that. You can just say, I heard your dog barking. Call me if you're interested. I'm doing your neighbor. You know, why not come to you too? These cards are shocking. Imagine if you came home and you're like, oh my God, (laughs) Rocco, why were you barking so loud? People can hear you. And then people feel really bad, right? So these cards are very attention grabbing. And they're also great because they target your demographic. If you're visiting a house, that's clearly your demographic. And that's called saturating your area. And I love bark cards. I think what's genius about them is that you personalize them, Bella. I really do. Mm -hmm. I think that makes all the difference. I know here in Ireland, a lot of people leave their dogs in the house. And when you go into sort of bigger housing estates, you'll see dogs even sitting in the window. Mm -hmm. So you could totally say, I saw your dog sitting in the window looking out at me wanting to come for a walk. Right. You know, how cool is that? It's so personal rather than just shoving a flyer or a business card through the door. You know, who reads them? They just get mixed up with pizza menus and, you know, <laughs> chucked in the bin or you order a pizza and you don't look at what you've left. 
So I think, yeah, I think that's totally, totally brilliant. Great idea. Thank you. Thank you. What's next on our list, girl? Email marketing. Ooh, and this is tell something, me more. Yeah, this is something that I've been working on since the beginning of the year, trying to fine tune a way to actually reach out to people that have signed up to our newsletter, people that make inquiries with us, people that have opted into some of our eBooks. You know, last year I probably wasn't as great at following up with people. Um, you know, I do all these downloads and that's great, but unless you're doing something with those email addresses, they quickly get very dated. And then when you do go to use them, people don't even know who you are. They've kind of forgotten about you. So that's something I've been focusing on, trying to get people to download free stuff that I give them and then trying to get my message out in a kind of informative, helpful way, not a salesy way, more kind of letting them know what we do and how we do it and how we can help them and you know, so that we're front of mind when maybe they are thinking of traveling away or, you know, getting a puppy and they're looking for dog walks, that type of thing. So it does take a little bit of effort. But once you have it set up, you've kind of got it set up for life or until you want to revisit it or change it or update it. So it's definitely worth the effort. And I know it's something you've been looking into as well, isn't it? It is. You know, something is better than nothing. And I think there's a couple different strategies that you can take on. You could do a drip campaign where it's a series of five emails that go out mm -hmm. over a span of time. Or you could do, you know, if it's just your existing clients and you want a reason to touch them. I hear so many, especially in the pet sitting industry, say that they feel like they're losing touch with their clients because their pet sitter is the one that they bond with. So, you know, a newsletter that's like really short, sweet, to the point. And the gal who I have right mine, Bethany Buster Green from Paws Pet Care. What's up, Beth? <laughs> she is amazing. <laughs> she is like so funny with the way she writes things. Her suggestion is to keep it to 250 words or less, and that's for your existing clients. Just to say like, hey, what's up? It's National Dog Biscuit Day. You know, yeah. it's, it's more of those jabs, not the right hook, but the jab. And they work. But, you know, that being said, there's so many different strategies you can do. And I put my money where my mouth is. I have hired Kate to help me with my own on the jump consulting side. And I've had wild success. You're yeah, that's been really fun. Yeah. If you're looking to get more into that, definitely talk to Kate about it. Before we move on, you mentioned that touching your existing clients. Mm -hmm. And do you know the other day, somebody actually turned around to our office manager and said, do you do dog walking as well? <laughs> yes, I believe that. I believe and that. I was completely taken <laughs> aback. I really was. But you've got to remember that not everybody is on Facebook, despite what you think. Not everybody is on Facebook. Not everybody is on Twitter. Yeah. Not everybody's looking on your website. But maybe they check their email. So, you know, is there more messages that need to go out about via email about dog walking? You know, we don't just do pets in it because we're called Pets This Island. Maybe that was her perception. But yeah, she asked, could we walk our dog? Was that a service we offered? I Amazing. love it. And, and Kate, that's not the first time I've heard anyone say that too. So yeah. that's a very great point. And that goes the same with training. So someone might think that you only train bad dogs. Like they might not think like, do you also train puppies or could you help train my dog not to bark at the door? There's all different kinds of situations that people have these preconceived perceptions. Yeah, going back to the cat grooming, yeah. in all honesty, I actually never knew that cats could get groomed <laughs> until I had a friend, uh, my friend down the road, she has like a real fluffy cat and she gets it groomed every year. And I was like, wow, it wasn't until I, m I met her oh, a few years ago that I actually knew that cats could get groomed. So 
You could have a dog that you go to the groomers with. And unless they've told you we can do a cat as well, how would you necessarily know? It isn't as common as dog grooming, is it? Right, right, right. Exactly. So I'm going to move on. Our next one is talking to the vets. And Kate, I actually have an entire class surrounding this thing. So a lot of times... queen of talking to vets. (laughs) So a lot of times people kind of walk into veterinarian offices, drop some cards and like leave. And the minute that they leave, the cards end up in the trash. So I very quickly encourage you to build a relationship with the office manager, not necessarily the vet, the office manager. People are not thinking about who can I have a pet sitter when they're talking to the vet, but they are talking to the front office staff and calling and asking what pet sitter. So if you can get the blessing of the office manager, it will trickle down the rest to everyone else. And there's lots of different ways you can do that. And I think as well, that goes for any business you want to connect with. Don't just go in and throw down cards, get to know them. Exactly. It's not very friendly anyway to just go in, throw your cards down and expect them to promote your business. Exactly. It's kind of cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate, what's the next one? Yeah, something that I've done this year is started a private Facebook group for pet lovers and twofold really the reason behind this is that I have a big competition I want to use it to promote that later in the year but it's also to get people that I can just form relationships with friendships with and talk around pets not sell my services just get them to know Kate and Kate works for Pets Sitters Island or owns Pets Sitters Island you know so it's more of a relationship building thing and that's going really well that's a good one I love that that makes complete sense and I don't know why more people don't do that (laughs) exactly the next one up is start a dog walking club or it could be a dog training club it could be a pet grooming club just start a club because you're gonna have a micro area of people who are all interested in the same thing this is the exact concept that meetup.com was founded on get people together that share a common interest and why not be the ringleader of it you could Mm -hmm. do it for your existing clients to help build brand loyalty or expose them to other things that you might offer or invite them to invite a friend and then they can like almost be vouching for you. If you're a dog walker, you could do it in an apartment complex. You can tell the apartment complex, hey, I'd like to do a dog walking club. Can you tell everyone all about it and to meet me at eight o'clock on Saturday morning? These apartment complexes are going to love doing that. And you could do that for dog training too. You could combine that with your Facebook group. You could pull the two together, you know, and and do your Facebook group and work your club off the back of that. That would work really nicely. A common place for people to meet online as well. Right, right. Absolutely. And the last one. Competitions. That is a huge way to get new clients but I must stress done correctly. Don't do like and share campaigns. Don't give away iPads and stupid stuff. It needs to be very targeted, needs to be really managed well. I have a whole section of this in my marketing academy that you can really learn how to leverage these competitions to bring in new clients. And done well is something that you can run year after year after year and keep bringing in new clients and build a huge brand awareness and loyalty towards your business from new customers. So yeah, competitions are great. Fantastic. And that Marketing Academy is amazing. It's a yearly membership. You get access to all these modules and we're going to definitely put that information in the show notes so that you can check it out more. But Kate, for our listeners, what is the URL? You can go to pawsomemedia.com and you'll see on the homepage there, there's a big button that says pet business training. So it's for all types of businesses in the pet industry, groomers, trainers, sitters, walkers, whatever it is that you do in the pet industry. 
Fantastic. So just to recap for all of our listeners, how to get more customers in your pet business. We talked about list your services on your site. We talked about utilizing Facebook, about blogging about it, doing free downloads or checklists. We talked about bark cards, email marketing. We talked about talking to the vets and private Facebook groups. We talked about starting specific clubs and competitions. So you guys, I hope that really put you on fire because I'm sure excited. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.